I wasn't terribly surprised. I thought it made sense dramaturgically. Hello and welcome into another episode of Dramaturgically. I'm your host, Stephen Clark, and today we're going to be doing something quite exciting for the channel um, because for the first time ever, we're going to be ducking into the silent film era, which for a lot of, um, obviously, people with some strong film knowledge will know that uh, this era not only, obviously, was at the dawn of cinema as it sort of became... Uh, favoured in the public eye, but also was hugely influential in the careers of many, many filmmakers that we love today. Um, this sort of era itself spawned so many stars, so many great directors, so many great films. Um, and me, myself, to be honest, I have a very, a very small um, understanding and expertise in this area. So this is something that I'm sort of doing as a, I guess, a bit of a project with with the podcast because I've always wanted to dive into this era, but I guess I've always been a bit trepidatious about, um, I guess, how entertained I would be. Um, but the more and more I watch of, of more classic cinema, the more I realize that these films, they, they truly do stand the test of time. And um, I have been pleasantly, pleasantly surprised so far just how entertaining, just how fast-paced a lot of these films are and just how much they all stand the test of time, like I said. Um, so with today, we're going to be talking about quite an amazing film that I really, really enjoyed watching. Um, and I've been watching a lot of, of the leading man in this film's work so far. Um, so without any further ado, let's talk about Safety Last. The 1923 film Safety Last stars the incredible Harold Lloyd. Um, so this film itself basically uh, revolves around... It's a romantic comedy, so of the time, obviously, in the silent era, a lot of these films that did really well were romantic comedies. Um, the studios had so much power, and um, they, they understood that the audiences just craved this sort of, uh, I guess, this sort of story. Um, and... I'm not knocking it here because it works so, so well here. The story basically revolves around Harold Lloyd's character, uh, also named Harold, who essentially um, finds himself embroidered in uh, shenanigan after shenanigan as he tries to uh, essentially uh, trick his girlfriend into believing that uh, he has a, a high-paying job and that he is an important man in the city. Um it starts absolutely fantastically, this film, and this is something that I've begun to realize is super prominent within silent film era, is just how clever they are visually. Uh, the film opens with Harold Lloyd behind bars, and uh, there's sort of a noose uh, lingering in the background behind him, and there's some gentlemen that look like they're dressed up as um, police officers. So, for all intents and purposes, we think that since Harold Lloyd is going to be taken and hung up in the first few minutes, so we're thinking, oh, how's he going to get out of this? You know, if you know Harold Lloyd films, you know that usually it's about him trying to escape dangerous situations or evade, capture, 
Um, so I was thinking that that was maybe what we were set in for. But they're so clever, uh, these filmmakers of this time and Harold himself in the way they embody this, that he, he just walks around um, where they've staged the camera and we realize that he's actually at a train station and it isn't a noose that we've been looking at. It's just a hook for the train. Um, and the bars themselves were just decoration for the train station. So just super, super clever with perspective. And that really set the tone for me for what to expect with this film um, because uh, it it, again, it essentially is built on three or four big uh, set piece sort of comedic, um, maybe like 10 minute to 15 minute segments. Um, and these segments each have their own inventiveness and creativity um, and each sort of like take on what the other couldn't do to essentially keep your interest. So certain segments will will play up, I guess, the, the physical comedy of of Harold Lloyd essentially, you know, being in a chase or something like that. And then other moments will really play on um, quite some interesting, like, socialist ideas and uh, commentary on, I guess, retail and the working life, um, and, which was stuff that I didn't expect as well. So, um, it, and then there's quite some funny gags with, like, coming and going into rooms, you know, timing sort of comedy um, and, and all just sort of like the awkward classic bumbling man um, character that Harold Lloyd embodies so, so well. Um, yeah, I guess I should talk about Harold Lloyd himself as a performer because I have been watching through a few of his films, um, such as Ask Father and um, a couple others as well um, that I can't remember the name of right now, sorry, um, but a bunch of his shorts essentially and uh, like saying stuff like On the Beach and and essentially they are just little comedy skits that um, he just uses his physical comedy as a performer. He's so physical, he is able to climb the sets around him and engage with um prompts in such interesting ways i noticed in one in one of his um in in one of his uh films uh bumping into brooklyn um he did this excellent coat hanger uh sort of scene where he he locks his jacket onto a coat hanger and then pulls himself into the jacket so that uh he can essentially evade being seen pretending to be hung up on the coat hanger and it's just so brilliant and he uses that again to this film so he definitely has his sort of like standard uh tricks uh climbing seems to be another one of them which we'll get into in a bit um but i, I just really like how he essentially uses um what he knows in terms of his stunt performances too and then he builds stories around them um, and it's so clever, and that's essentially um, what filmmaking used to be back then. It's just essentially a bunch of clever people uh, trying to essentially figure out how they can how they can masquerade with the camera and trick audiences into believing um, certain spectacles were larger than they actually are. And that's a testament to the creativity of the time, and it's something that I think we severely lack in most modern-day cinema um, is that inventiveness, that creativity, that sort of born out of necessity i suppose um that they have to because they can't actually climb a building like they do in this film or something like that so yeah that's something that i noticed a lot with harold lloyd's work and also as a performer he he like i mentioned earlier he perfectly embodies the everyman i guess the he, his main character is usually sort of the the bumbling but uh, honest of heart but sort of maybe slightly um scandalous and rambunctious sort of character um, always looking for a trick, always looking for a way to sort of uh, get himself out of a nasty situation. And I, I think I think for that reason, he's a very relatable character on screen. You, you do tend to root for him 
um, no matter what he's getting up to or if he's trying to trick someone out of money or if he's trying to <laughs> um, do anything that you might not agree with, you still root for him. Um, so that is the brilliance of Harold Lloyd and such a such a, a wonderful um, emotive performer as well. Uh, you just have to look at his face to understand where you are in the story and what's going on at any given time. And that is definitely something that has sort of been lost to time in performances. Obviously, uh, modern audiences are used to more uh, n- what you might call nuanced and, I suppose, uh, naturalistic uh, acting performances. But um, with the likes of Harold Lloyd and Buster Keaton and, and you know Charlie Chaplin, these guys, they had to rely more on the traditional pantomime effect um, without sound, obviously. So they had to they had to emote what they're with their faces instead of use dialogue and um none did it better in my opinion than harold lloyd who was such an emotive and awesome performer um usually in his short films that i've seen so far he's been performing alongside um the magnificent bb daniel as well who works really well as his counterpart um but mildred davis um, who ends up actually being his wife i believe in real life is his co-star in this film and she does a great job as well um at sort of uh, really making things hard for um for for his character to to get by you know she's always constantly uh pushing him in certain directions where he doesn't want to go or like forcing him to uh find himself in these tricky situations so uh really enjoyed her part as well and all the supporting performances as well such as uh as snub who plays the sort of uh i guess um evil or devious boss who's always trying to get him into trouble and sort of works as a bit of the antagonist for the film um as well as the the police officer as well who works as an antagonist as an antagonistic force in the third act um who really embodies uh, that sort of brutish <laughs> character quite well so they are classic pantomime performances but i think that they are all expertly done and very very entertaining this film was was very entertaining i mean you might think that a silent film like myself personally i'm not excused from this i thought that you know a feature silent film i might have to take it in breaks or parts or something like that but uh no i was sat down and thoroughly engaged the entire time and i couldn't take miles of harold lloyd or what he was doing or what was going to go on next and it was accompanied by some brilliant music um which always makes it easier as well um now, I should probably talk about the, the big stunt in this film. Um, if anyone knows anything about this film, they probably know, or anything about Harold Lloyd in general, they probably know the famous scene where he climbs um, the Bolton building and essentially uh, holds onto a famous clock and dangles off the edge of a building. Now, um, this is tremendous in the film. Obviously, the setup for the story is that he wants to make some money and his boss offers him $1,000 if he can draw a crowd to the building. So he decides, oh yeah, I have a friend who says that he can climb any building. But unfortunately, um, as circumstances grow and grow, his friend can no longer climb the building for him. So Harold Lloyd, being the <laughs> being in a, a really awkward situation, has to climb the building himself. Now, there's some fantastic performance with the actual climbing itself. Because uh, what you might expect is, I guess... Um, you know, scene, well, I guess from scenes that we've seen of people climbing buildings, like in a Mission Impossible movie or something in, in recent years, usually the camera um, angles and the effects and the editing uh, builds the tension. But actually, without a lot of those elements um, embedded into the filmmaking process back in these days, 
what really drives home the drama and the tension. Um, and there was a lot of tension. I was I was visibly quite nervous um, for a film that's over a hundred years old. So that goes to show how well the fundamentals of what they're doing work here. Um, but what they do essentially is just have Harold actually like dangle himself, you know, move it, maneuver his feet in and out of the grooves of the building, slip and slide and trip. And he, you know, he sort of, he's actually hanging on by like fingertips at some points and um, the core strength of what he's doing as well, you know, as a performer to to be pretending to be in peril, but actually being in control of his body in those situations. um, It it was, it was really riveting to watch. And the more and more I thought about actually what I was seeing and the craft of what was going on, the more I was impressed by, by the stunt work on display. Um, Especially, um, I'm not sure if a lot of people know this, but I only just recently discovered it as well. But um, Harold Lloyd actually lost a thumb and a finger, I believe, in a in a film before this. So he was actually wearing some sort of um, prosthetic hand while he was performing this as well. So down a couple fingers, <laughs> and also um, climbing this building was pretty fantastic. Um, in the filmmaking process as well, another interesting point that people might like to know. I think is that they weren't actually as high as um, the film make it, makes it look. They were actually on a real street and you can actually see into the city and that is the, the true depth and height of how high they are. But um, what they managed to do was uh, build a bit of a wall set on the top of an existing skyscraper, which makes it appear as if uh, they are, well, Harold is in more danger than he actually is. You know, they would they would just sort of incrementally um, introduce new elements of the wall to the top of the building. Um, so he only had to climb small parts at a time and that so that if he did fall, you know, it was only a small fall. Um, so some fantastic workarounds there and just sort of, yeah, like I mentioned, the necessity of, of old Hollywood cinema um, coming up trumps again. Um, I'm definitely going to be checking out more of Harold Lloyd's work and I would implore anyone who um, has an extra, I think this film is only somewhere like 79 minutes long, to go check it out because it was an amazing film. Um, great for kids as well. I think it could be quite funny. Um, and then for adults as well, there's also some really interesting stuff as well. Um, specifically, like I said, the the uh, the social commentary on retail and um, the unfairness of, of, of labor and what's expected of people and customer service. There's quite a lot. There's probably about a 25-minute segment in there that sort of really goes into, into the comedic aspect of of customer service and retail, and I'm glad to see that it hasn't changed in a hundred years. You know, there are still uh, there are still wild customers that that demand too much of the retail staff, and they're still underpaid for what they do. Um, so that was some really interesting stuff to see as well. And I'm really interested to see if that carries on to into Harold Lloyd's f- uh, work further. Um, you know, being such a performative uh, stuntman, I I would expect a lot of his films to to follow a certain suit. But I would also like to see him. Um, be involved in some stories that do involve that that social commentary because I do hear that that is quite prevalent throughout the silent era as well um, as Hollywood um, was growing it was you know a lot of films were unafraid I guess to to speak out against uh, the wrongs in society so I would love to see a bit more of that from him as well so yeah I'm definitely gonna be checking out some more silent films guys and talking about them on the podcast um, but for now I would definitely recommend Safety Last the 1923 film Um, (laughs) performed by Harold Lloyd thanks guys for joining me again and uh, until next time have a great day